0: The following sermon is by Dr. Chuck Register, interim pastor of Emanuel Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. Please visit us at 2100 Noble Road in Raleigh or on the web at ebcralee.com. I'm reading tonight, perhaps the most cherished story in all of scripture. The one that we gather to read during the Christmas season and reminds us of why we celebrate tonight. Luke writes, Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary, Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. Luke, Luke tells us so much about that first Christmas day. He tells us about the angels that... Make such a wonderful proclamation in the host of angels, the army of angels that begin to sing praise unto the Lord. He tells us about the shepherds who come to worship the Christ child. He mentions Mary and Joseph. And he shares that tender story of a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. As Luke writes for us, his focus is to help us to understand who is born that first Christmas day. He is the Savior who is Christ the Lord, the Messiah, the one long-awaited to bring salvation to his people, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Matthew also has a birth story that is magnificent in its own right. Matthew also pins words to help us to understand what happened on that first Christmas day. Matthew, we find these words written for us to celebrate on this evening. Now, when the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows, when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. for he will save his people from their sins. Matthew gives us a different lens in which to look at the birth of the Christ child. Matthew is not as focused on who is born that first Christmas day. He's more focused on why the child is born. He will save his people from their sins. This Christ child spoken of by Luke written about by Luke, has come to save his people from their sins, from their sinful thoughts and actions and words and attitudes and prejudices and lifestyle. But there is a third biblical writer who speaks of the birth of Jesus. We expect to find the birth of Jesus spoken of in the Gospels, Luke's Gospel, Matthew's Gospel, but do you realize that the Apostle Paul himself writes about the birth of Jesus. And when Paul writes about the birth of Christ, Paul is is not writing about who was born that first Christmas morning, and he's not writing about why the Christ child was born, but he tells us the end of the birth story. He helps us to walk through time in the life of Jesus to that moment in which the reality of the coming of Christ takes center stage in human history. Paul speaks of the birth of Jesus like this. But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son, born of a woman. He's writing about the babe of Bethlehem. In the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, Jesus was born not a day early and not a day late. He was born in the fullness of time. This Christ child who is the Lord, this one who came to save his people from their sins, he's born in the perfect timing of a perfect God. And then Paul tells us the rest of the story. But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son born of a woman, born under the law, so that. The two words in Galatians chapter four, verse five, so that are a bright light that the Holy Spirit shines on the coming of Jesus. It is the flag that the Holy Spirit is racing up the flagpole to catch our attention. He wants us to know exactly why the babe of Bethlehem was born. He says it this way so that he might redeem those who were under the law. Why was the babe of Bethlehem born 2,000 years ago? Why the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger? Why this warm, fuzzy story of a virgin Mary, a husband named Joseph, and a Savior who is Christ the Lord? The Lord Jesus was born, Paul writes, so that he might redeem those who were born under the law. Ladies and gentlemen, I was born under the law. In the New Testament, you are born under the law. Jesus Christ was born to redeem us. The word redeem that's used in that verse of Scripture means to purchase a slave. It means that you gather the price, the right amount of money, so that you can purchase the freedom of someone who is enslaved. What Paul is saying to us, ladies and gentlemen, in the book of Galatians, what he is saying to us tonight is that you and I stand here and sit here this evening. And without Christ, we are enslaved to sin. Sin has rule over our hearts. Sin has rule over our thoughts and our actions and our vocabulary. Sin has rule over our attitudes and our prejudices. Sin has rule over our lifestyle without Christ. But Jesus Christ was born to redeem us, to, to pay a price, to break the chains, to break the bondage of sin in my life and in your life. You see, ladies and gentlemen, the story of Bethlehem is also the story of a cross. We can't gather tonight and sing warm Songs that bring tender thoughts to our mind and heart without also forcing ourselves to walk 33 years into the future. There we do not see a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. There we see a full grown Christ the Lord with nails in his wrist and a nail in his feet as he's crucified. And as he's crucified on Calvary's cross, as his blood is shed, that blood becomes the purchase price for our redemption. And it is through his death that the chains of sin, the dominion of sin is broken in my life and yours. That's why in a moment we'll gather around the Lord's table to receive the bread and the cup to force ourselves to remember The babe of Bethlehem became the Christ of Calvary to redeem us from our sins. But then Paul, then Paul concludes his thought in verse five with the warmest thought of all. Paul writes, so that he might redeem those who were under the law. Here it is. Don't miss it. The real meaning of Christmas that we might receive the adoption as sons. Why the babe of Bethlehem? Why the Christ of the cross? So that we might be redeemed from our sin? Yes. So that we might be set free from our sinfulness? Yes. But most of all, so that we might receive the adoption as sons. Through the babe of Bethlehem, through the Christ of Calvary and the cross, Through faith in him, we have the opportunity to become children of God. The only begotten of the Father, born in Bethlehem's manger 2,000 years ago, crucified on Calvary's cross as payment for your sin and my sin. Through faith in that Christ as Lord, we can be adopted into the family of God. I do not have adopted children. Both of our children are natural born. I do have an adopted niece. Adopted children are so special. Adopted children are children of choice. Natural children may be children of choice, but sometimes you don't really know, do you? But not an adopted child. An adopted child has been chosen by the mother and the father. An adopted child is not forced into the family. An adopted child is invited into the family. An adopted child is not a relationship by nature. An adopted child is a relationship by choice. And so tonight we see this wonderful, beautiful Picture that is 2,000 years of age, the babe of Bethlehem lying in the manger becomes the Christ of Calvary who dies on the cross to shed his blood, to redeem us, to purchase us from our sins, so that through faith in him we might be invited into God's family to be his adopted sons and his adopted daughters. My friend, have Have you through faith in Christ stepped into the family of God? It would be a tragedy for you to let this Christmas celebration come and go without experiencing the thrill and the glory and the love of being adopted into the greatest family of all The family of God. Would you bow your head for just a moment? You see, tonight you can be adopted into God's family on this Christmas Eve. You can receive the greatest gift that man has ever received adoption as a son or a daughter into the family of the Creator. Would you be willing tonight to acknowledge your sinfulness? Before a holy God. Would you acknowledge in your heart and mind and soul tonight that Jesus Christ died as payment for your sin. To redeem you with his blood. Tonight, would you invite the babe of Bethlehem to become your Lord, your master, your savior. A simple prayer. Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Friend, experience the adoption that God offers tonight through the babe of Bethlehem and the Christ of Calvary. Father, how we thank you that 2,000 years ago in a setting unlike we would have imagined, a manger, a stable. God became flesh in Emmanuel, the babe of Bethlehem. We praise you for the birth of Jesus tonight. Lord, we thank you that that baby grew to be a man who lived a sinless life who was willing to pay a price that we could not pay. He was willing to pay for our sinfulness. As gruesome as the cross is, Father, tonight we thank you for his shed blood and his sacrificial life. We thank you that tonight, through faith in Christ, we can be redeemed from sin. That the the chains of sin can be broken and the dominion of sin can be no more. And how we thank you so much tonight, Father, that through faith in Jesus, you adopt us into your family. For that, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Dr. Chug Register, Interim Pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. For more information and free access to other messages, visit us on the web at ebcralee.com.